back, everyone, to the Painted Jungle. I am your co-host, Ted Kim. I am with my brother, my um, I'm my buffle. I'm still mad at you. You're still mad. I'm still mad at you about the conversation we just had yes. before I started. Streaming. I'm very mad at you. Don't talk to me. I'm well, then this is gonna be a weird podcast <laughs> if I don't talk to you, Jung. <laughs> well, anyways, we are back, everyone, coming to you um, with episode three. Uh, today's a very actually cool day. Today, when this comes out, it'll be Leap Day. It'd be Leap Day. Yeah, February 29th, the day that I believe happens only every four years. Oh, Leap Day. Yes, Leap they said Day. Leak like something's leaking. Leak. Yeah. No, no, no. It's Leap Day, 2020. So happy Leap Day, everyone. I hope you're listening. Uh, they have this day as the podcast comes out. Again, welcome back to episode three. Um, I hope you liked number one and two. Uh, I believe we got some more feedback recently, so that's awesome. We've got some more reviews going on our Apple and um, our Spotify and, of course, SoundCloud, all free streaming services. Wait, we have reviews on Spotify and SoundCloud? Uh, we got a repost on SoundCloud, so that's pretty cool. That's me. I, uh, I did that. <laughs> well, it's nice to see our ourselves supporting each other. So, But, yeah, um, I think we're just, you know, we can't thank you guys enough for the support. Oh, yeah, uh, we've definitely you. been getting um, some more feedback from you guys. Again, follow our Instagram <laughs> at Painted Jungle Podcast. Yep. Um, other social media will be in the works, but make sure you give that a follow. We'll put some behind the scenes features. Um, if you guys have any like questions or comments you want to give us, maybe we're trash and you just want to <laughs> throw some hate and just let go of some fury you got in your heart. You can go ahead and do that there too. We already but, have P. Rich doing that. Oh yeah, P. Rich. He, he, he called our setup ghetto. Okay. Yeah. We actually wrote down the things that Pierce been roasting us on. He said our setup was ghetto and we're recording at church and not even at an actual studio. And then our mic issues. He did say our pop filter was great, Mm. but everything else is trash. So thank you, Pierce, for that (sighs) morale boost. (laughs) You're you're amazing. Yes. I hope today sounds better for all of you guys. Um, we're trying to get some sound things figured out. It is only episode three, but uh, why don't we just jump right into it today, John? What uh, what are we talking about? Today? Hey, 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 why don't we just leap into it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good joke, sir. Leap day. Okay, good job. Wow, you're so cool. Oh. Anyways, yeah, let's leap into it then, John. Yeah. What, what are we talking about today? I don't know. What are we talking about? Are we talking about Valentine's Day? Are we talking about... Leap? Valentine's Day was two weeks ago. <clears throat> are we talking about... Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, we just got the news today that there was one case in Sacramento, very unlikely to spread. But of course, Peerich had to wreak havoc in our group chat. You know, uh, I feel like we're constantly giving some kind of update regarding coronavirus in mm. each of our episodes. We mentioned coronavirus at least once in our episode. Now, I just want to let everyone know that we are not experts mm. at the subjects. Okay. We haven't really said anything except we're just, um, we just made fun of the name really. But then, then a lot of people are affected by this virus, especially in Asia. So, um, prayers. Send our prayers back to them. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, I'm just a little startled because I hear footsteps outside of our studio. Okay. Never mind. Anyway. I'm weird. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah. So what are we talking about today? Ted? Um, today we're <laughs> going to talk about something pretty special because um, I actually have a expert in this field in the room with me, actually. Um, if you guys didn't know, our brother Jung here 
his alter ego is Elion Beats, Elion Hip Hop, whatever you like to call it. Um, so Jung is actually a music artist. Um, he has a new album that came out, what, like a couple weeks ago, I'd say now? Mm. Yes. Yes, about like sometime last month um, under the name of Elion. Um, and he has been doing music for how long now, Joe? Uh, about, about a month. Oh, so that was your first album. Yes. That was your freshman album. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so, uh, our brother Jung here, he does, um, hip hop, rap, um, anything of the sort. So he has a good amount of experience in, you know, lyric writing, song producing, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk a little bit about music and what it means to people and, um, also, since we have a musician himself here, a artist, if you'd like to call it that. You're a musician too. Yeah, you know, we're all musicians, but I think if you have something on Apple Music, that qualifies you a little more. Not really. It just but, means that I was more um, diligent than you. Oh. Yeah. I mean, anybody can get their music up on streaming sites. Mm. They just don't know, th- don't know how to. Okay. Yeah. So are you saying we are equals then? Yes. Okay. Well, then I guess I'm just as much as a musician, but <laughs> no, um, Jung has an album that he released about a month ago. It is called Small Lessons um, under, again, his hip hop name, Elion, and it's genre hip hop and rap. And he's got about 14 songs here. I'm looking at it right now. And it's really good. Song. It's a really good album. I enjoy all the songs on here. Um, I would definitely go give it a listen. It is on, again, all the major platforms that this podcast is also on. Um, so let's talk a little bit about this album, Jung. What, how long did this album take you to make? <laughs> you know. I felt like I'm being interviewed. Oh yeah, no, you're the guest today. I feel like every wait, time anyway, wait, you have wait, the better things How did I go there. from a co-host to a guest? This, not, is, okay, this, is, this is not is making sense. what the people are saying. They're saying, Ted is the guy that just talks in the background. <laughs> and he asks the questions, but Jung, he says the philosophical stuff. You know? <laughs> he, he has the important things to say. You know, Ted's the guy that literally set up everything I'm looking at right now here at the mic. <laughs> Who is saying that? Who is saying that, you Ted? You know, plenty of people at church. <laughs> you know, your friend. Shout out to Esther from listening in Alberta, Canada. Uh, <laughs> But in general, um, I'd say that Jung definitely, in my opinion, um, he has a lot of knowledge and I'd say even wisdom about the world with, you know, I think more time in his life that he's experienced different things um, longer also than I have. But I think a lot of his experiences and emotions were poured out into this album that he's made recently Um, because every song is different in a way. And it tells a different story. So I think wait, wait, wait. when you said about wisdom mm-hmm. and I've experienced life longer, okay, that was like very a polite and respectful way of telling me that I'm old. You're old. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. That was the whole point, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was getting okay. to that. Okay. So yeah. how long has it been since you started this? <laughs> before album? you were born, Ted. Okay. So I'm before two thousand, no, 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 twenty no, no, years no, ago. No, no, no. Okay. Look, look. This is how it started. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was in high school. Mm-hmm. I hung out with my Asian cliques. Okay. Okay. And the Asian clicks at the time, all we cared about was shuffle music. Shuffle music. Techno, like party rock, like and trans. No, this was way before party rock. Well, not way before, but before party okay. rock even came. So that okay. was like the mainstream. Yes. The trance music, house music. We shuffled, we did glow stringing and glow sticking, poi. Dude, we did a whole bunch. And um, my friend, he, he had um. 
he had a freaking pair of speakers, portable speakers okay. in his backpack. He duct taped them, them to his backpack and he would play Darude's Sandstorm. Oh man. At the time, Sandstorm. it wasn't even a meme. <laughs> okay. It was just the it song. Was, it, it was just a song that sounded pretty decent. Mm. And, and then later it became a meme. But at the time he was actually genuinely playing the song because he thought it was really good. And he was, we would walk around the campus playing, blasting the song. He also blasted Fort Minor and Lincoln Park. Oh, Lincoln Park. Goodness gracious, mm. man. And um, yeah, and we always listened to techno music and we would meet up <laughs> at like some elementary school at 10 at night when it's super dark mm -hmm. and we'll bring our glow sticks and we will do tricks tricks really <laughs> oh man you guys are total that's like <laughs> old generation raver right there <laughs> man that's like coachella it. sacramento i've never been to rave party though okay i yeah. will say but um yes i know how to do my figure eights figure i know eights. how to do butterfly Two i know step. how to do spirals mm -hmm. dude you 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 think i'm just going around waving glow sticks like little kid at halloween night no dude where wherever i go with glow sticks magic happens mm. <laughs> so how did we get to this conversation oh yeah how did i start music. making music yes how did yes. you start i started making music i started making techno beats when i was in sophomore in high school using pirated version of fruity loose <laughs> pirated oh okay fruity loose right i was like i thought you're talking about the cereal for for a second there but explain to people what don't know what Fruity Loops is. So Fruity Loop is, um, it has this mascot called Toucan Sam and it's very fruity looped cereal. And okay, now you're actually talking about the cereal. It's very good. I was talking about the software. It's actually, it goes really hand in hand with the actual software called Fruity Loops okay. Studio. Um, has high in vitamin C, high in vitamin A. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just, what do you mean? It's just the software for making music. Okay, it's yeah, like so GarageBand. GarageBand, okay. uh, or how you like to call it. Trash, trash band. band. <laughs> we don't use that. We tried the first episode, didn't work out. We're on audacity now. So, okay. The audacity of the you. The audacity to call GarageBand trash. <laughs> uh, man. But no, yeah, I've seen Jung in his like, in his like prime and focus because we actually made a song together, um, Family. Oh, that wasn't summer. my prime, dude. That no, wasn't my I'm focus. just saying, like, I've seen, then if that wasn't your prime, that was just a glimpse. Yes. I'd say. Because you did mention how, like, you didn't really, you know, like the byproduct of it or, like, it wasn't your best work. No. Yeah. I don't have a best work. Oh, wow. So humble. Everything's no. trash? I'm not being humble. I'm just literal trash <laughs> when it comes to making oh, so music. He's not even humble. He just admits that he's garbage. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, what do you hey. define? I guess out of everything that I made, no, there is no best because they're mm. equally bad in my ears. Wow. That's not what you were saying when I was playing your song at my house earlier. I was playing one of his songs, um, Sneak Peek, we might make a music video, so be on the lookout, but I was playing it and he goes, Dang, this guy's really good. See, that's the comedic thing, okay? okay like that's a comedic you, comment. You have to be like a little bit confident about your own music no, somewhat. No? no, not necessarily, okay? okay? Kevin Hart does this all the time. He roasts himself oh, okay. in well, a way that yourself. he's very boastful about himself. He, he's very boastful. He's like, man, I'm such a good looking guy. Man, I'm like super strong. Mm -hmm. But then is a, the, the joke is like, he's like, he's like five foot three. Oh, so yeah. he like hangs it's, out it's, with a, it's a comedic thing, dude. It's, it's funny to be arrogant. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Does it mean that we're really arrogant? I mean, maybe not. Our our jokes 
have a hint of truth in them? Yes. No. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't well, think so. I personally really enjoyed your most recent album, Jung. I'd have to say, um, definitely hit some spots that uh, were also personal to me. But you know what? Mm, what would you say, like, as a musician? You know, as like you've you've done music for quite a while now. Like, if you look at your YouTube channel, you have like those lo-fi beats. Um, that did you make all of those, right? You made all those beats personally. Yes, I did. Yeah. So, like, even doing that, like. How did you just like start from the ground up? Like, you know, what what did you like learn and practice? I just made beats, man. Yeah, I know. It's, but that's like, you know, for some people that doesn't make sense. Like, how do you just make like a drum track and then like a piano track? Like you have to practice those sort of things, but. I don't think you practice them. You just try to figure them out. Hmm. It's like, how did you, how did you walk? Just figured it out. <laughs> I mean, sometimes like. The, the, the parent just like forces you, you know, the baby, like hold them by the arms, kind of like this and like swing them. You don't have My parents guidance. raised me like eagles. Oh, okay. In a sense that- Eagles? Yeah. Like the bird. Yeah, like the bird. Mm-hmm. They're very, very tough creatures. To yeah. their children? Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they raise them hard. Okay. They're like, not even compared to like tiger moms. So when I was a toddler, my parents would put me on top of the branch, on top of the tree. And then they'll push me off. And if I couldn't fly, then I would die. Mm. Luckily, I was able to fly. So mm. I made it all alive. Yeah. I am like so out of it today. Oh, really? I'm saying like a lot of the unnecessary and like <laughs> shenanigans. analogies aren't like. They're, aren't, yeah, they're supposed aren't. to connect. They're supposed <laughs> to make sense. Bringing up but today stuff. it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm off my analogy game mm, today. You had a long, pretty long day. I did. Yeah. My day. Good uh, morning, but. Goodness. Um, you know, we were actually having this conversation a lot earlier, um, today though, when you're at my place, we were talking about, um, just kind of like how music, modern music has become sort of lazy Mm. in the production value, um, lyrical meaning, uh, stuff like that. Cause we were planning out the possible music video we might make for your song, but what you, you mentioned one thing in particular, the the K-pop industry and i know you haven't had a good relationship with that in one of your songs i believe I'm, and i'm just paraphrasing here you said bts more like bt no <laughs> and that might trigger a lot of army out there so i apologize on his behalf um i'm army i'm a strong you really i know i just don't want hate <laughs> a lot of our youth group kids are army um you know shout out to my bts fans they just dropped a new album today um, Did they really? Pretty fire, yeah. It's, it's actually pretty good. Okay, yeah. But like, how do you how do you feel about that? Then, like, what what would you say, um, as you know, a quote unquote musician, hip hop artist, um, is that what's up with the deal with Korea and like their their music culture compared to here or even here? Like, what dude, Korean? Okay, K pop is drug, dude. Mm. Right, K pop is super addicting. I don't know what it is. He's anything from like the beat, you know what it is. rhythm, or yeah. like catchiness, or even the visuals, their music videos. Right. <sighs> Granted, they all look the same now, but there are some music videos that's just phenomenal. Okay, Koreans have always been really good at making music videos, in my opinion, mm, and film as well. In film, yes, Oscars, yes, uh, shout out Parasite. Parasite. Mm. But uh, even when I was little, I would watch. I remember like the, yeah, like the nineties K-pop, there was a music video by this one guy that I really liked named Kim Gammo. Oh. And 
It was a song. It was a really, really sad song. And the music video was like, it was like a freaking movie scene from like a Korean war or something, dude. Okay. It was wild. It was like a story of this couple be getting separated because the guy has to go to the war. Go to the war. Go to war. And it's like this girl's just waiting for his return. And then on the other side, he's like getting his limbs blown off by grenades and like minefields. Dude, it was wild. Uh-huh. And I thought it was just somebody took the clip from the movie and pasted it. No, that was the actual music video. It's wild. The production value was off the chart. Mm. Okay. And it was in the 90s. So CGI didn't even, wasn't even invented. So I'm pretty sure his limb actually did get blown off. <laughs> You think they actually just no stunts, <laughs> no makeup or whatever? He actually just died on the spot. No, no but um, I love it. I love um, music videos that have powerful meaning behind them. Mm-hmm. There's another one that I really like. This is a Korean <clears throat> artist that my brother likes. His name is Nell. N e l l. Okay. He's an indie Korean like rock band, not really K-pop. So, but there's a song. It's about you know that song, How to Save a Life by yeah. Freud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like a similar, similar um, okay. idea. Okay. It's about suicide. Okay. Someone's okay. going yeah. through all these trouble. And it, the music video is just these two guys talking to one another. Okay. But the camera never shows two of them in one frame. It's just one face and then switch over to another guy's face. But the frame never catches two of them sitting in one, in one frame. Interesting. And then, you know, as the song ends, the camera zooms out and it's just one guy sitting. And then there's another guy, um, laying like slouched over to the table and he's dead. Okay. And the guy just decide where the alive person, I guess the, 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 gun, the one who's committed suicide's friend next to him was a camera with tripod. Mm. And the whole music video is that <laughs> the guy poisoned himself. Okay. And he killed himself. But before he was dying, he left like a goodbye note. Mm. He recorded himself in camera. Like the song kind and of. then his friend found out about this and he went to him, sat down, played the video and then he was actually having conversation with the recorded friend mm. before he died. Oh, that's a really powerful visualization in my opinion. And that movie, that music video gave movie. me chill. You guys should definitely check it out. Um, I don't remember the song, but <laughs> look up Nell, um, suicide or something like that. Mm. Yeah. See, I love creative like visual arts. Like that, okay? I am not a cinephile, but I do love catching little subtle hints, visual hints Easter in eggs. movies. Yeah. Eggs, yeah. Not just Easter eggs. I like to like question every single move. It's like, why is the camera angle this way? Why is camera showing this, right? Because oh, okay. everything that you see in a movie, movie screen is what the director saw in his camera, right? And he wants you to, you see what he wanted you to see mm. when he was in the movie, um, shooting process yeah 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 and so that's why i liked the parasite mm, i thought parasite. some of the shots were brilliant i right. thought they were very beautiful mm. um yeah and that's why i like a lot of a lot of the movies 
Mm. Um, having said that, some music videos, some Korean music videos, again, it's very stupid. And I can say the same thing for American music videos. Mm. Some music videos just have no substance at all. It's just, hey, look what we can do. Party time. Party time, baby. Flex. Flex. You know, raining money. money. Yeah. Girls with big booties. Alcohol. Hey, just whoa. Just jiggling. This is a, this is a I said booty. Show. I oh. said booty? What's wrong with booty? <laughs> it's E for everyone. Are you not a pirate? Okay, pirate's booty. Booty. Um, just that <laughs> jiggle juggles. Um, uh, you know, bouncing Kirby's. Um the the the, oh the rice rice sack pillows. Oh I don't I don't know what you want me to say. Oh okay, the, the, the butts. Okay, the butts. Okay, and so, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Anyways, continue. Yes, we know what we you're talking about. And you know, it's in front of some sports car, and these guys just go off. Okay, mm-hmm. and in Korean music videos, they also starting to adopt this idea and they think it'd be cool to have a bunch of boy band in front of like cars and like start um, rapping and singing like in a prison cell. Like um, you're just like going, how did they get that BMW inside a prison Oh, like, right? that, like it makes no sense. Don't make sense. Yeah, yeah, okay. it makes no sense. And why is everybody in their orange prison out inmate outfit and then this guy has a like a freaking chain and his shirt is off it's like unrealistic. Yeah, and why why is his ab unnaturally oiled? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like why like why is he glistening? Doing, yeah. It makes no sense. Uh-huh. And so Yeah, I don't get I don't get the music the video of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I mean yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it draws just more of like a an innocent crowd, you know? It's mm-hmm. just like a marketing tool. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a catchy song. So how do we even make a catchy song more appealing? We take good looking guys, good, pretty looking girls. And then just like put the most unthought of sets and like, you know, environment background to make it be like, whoa, this is like unique or whatever. But there's no like actual, like, you know, there might be, there might be a little like meaning, maybe connection to the lyrics. No. But like, I wouldn't say it's super like no. meaningful, <laughs> you know, like it's not like, it's not like what you were talking about. Like I, I've actually seen those old Korean music videos as well. And it's like literally the whole, like they fit a movie in three minutes. You know, there's like, they meet like the boy and girl meet yeah. and then they grow up and then they grow up. Oh, it's like, it's like an up, you know I'm talking about? The, I've the, never seen up. You've never, uh, <laughs> well, there's a part in up and similar to this music video where it just shows like 50 years of like, oh, yeah, 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 a long yeah, relationship. Yeah, I seen and then like part. right at the end, like the woman dies yeah, or like someone dies. Wow. Spoiler alert. Okay. Well, you haven't seen up and how long has that movie been out? <laughs> but <laughs> I saw like a thing too, where they were talking about Korean, old Korean music videos. Someone always had to die <laughs> for it to be a good one. Like someone would get shot or like hit by a car. You know, it just had to be like emotional. And like, that was like the old K drama. Like, Oh, Oh my gosh. Like that's how like they drew you in just like that. You know, in Korean they'd use like Kamjong, you know, they just have to like, Ooh, Kamjong. Potato. Oh, okay. Kind of, oh my. Okay. Anyways, but I think it's, it's like maybe back then there was like more meaningful appeal, but now it's super easy to, cause we have such an, a short attention span and like, we're pretty easy to please in some ways I'd say now, like all we need is like six pack boys mm. and not like this whole Kim Gomo story, you know? Mm, mm. And it's like, or for guys, we just need 
you know, pretty woman in dresses and mm. then put a bunch of them together and like make it super risque and like yeah. that's good quality now. And I can't even say anything because I'm one of those like people that <laughs> watch K-pop and like keep up with K-pop a lot, <laughs> especially the girl group community. Um, but yeah, I think it's weird because like in America there isn't it's 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 the same, but it's also different in a lot of ways. Like Korean, if you compare a K-pop music video and like let's say like I don't know like an Ed Sheeran music video, you're gonna find very different things. Really, I f- I feel like. Because in Korea, the culture of a music video itself is so important. But like here, it's like, oh, they just dropped a new song. But like there, I know for sure, because I like keep up with it too. But like the music video release date is like the thing. Like you don't like, I don't know. With not people, not all the people are like hype or like do like teasers and stuff in America. But in Korea, they do that a lot. Ted is a high-key Korea boo. Hey, I'm Korean, so that doesn't make me a Korea boo. You are I think a Korea boo. I'm just becoming more cultured. More culture. Of my own culture. So of your own culture. Much. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe certain things just doesn't need substance. I mean, at the end of the day, if you like it, then mm-hmm. that's all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. And clearly it works. That's why they keep putting out these right. music Maybe videos. Millions. I don't like them. Okay, but that's just my opinion. And um, it just makes me sound like a grumpy old man. It's like back in my day, music video had to do it with music. Back in my day, MTV had to do it with music. Oh, man, MTV. Now it's all about the team pregnancy. And <laughs> is Jersey Shore on there? Is Jersey Shore still going know. on? I don't know. They do some like weird like Alabama Shore now. Alabama Shore. <laughs> they're changing like the city <laughs> and they get a whole new show. Goodbye, mom. Goodbye, dad. <laughs> I'm about to go on my first date with my cousin. Hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill, dude. Chill. chill. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting. That's a stereotype. Mm. I'm pretty sure incest is not racist. really a thing. Okay. Not racist. <laughs> Anyways. That's a stereotype. Okay, stereotype. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's interesting that you bring up like. Mm. Wait, racism is stereotype. They go ahead. <laughs> yeah, technically. Okay. All right. If you're Alabamian, chill. <laughs> chill. Okay. You, I think just, you meant to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so- chill. chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, but it's, it's crazy because, like, I think it's so weird that, like, people just, like, I don't know, enjoy that kind of like easy stuff nowadays. But there's like this whole other world of like music and um, I guess music videos too. But like, let's say even film, just like the arts in general. Like people just watch like Adam Sandler movie and they're like satisfied. Mm -hmm. But there's like Parasite, you know, great movie. There's also like, you know, one of my favorite personal favorites is like Get Out by Jordan Peele. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like just so much and they also have like every genre you can think of like action comedy you know a little bit of mystery and horror and like romance but like why is it that people don't understand that or like get that but they just watch like Will Ferrell with like in Step Brothers, and that's like dude that's my the best movie of all time like I don't understand hey Maybe the Step just, Brothers is really good no, it I was mean, funny it's a pretty funny movie it was funny. Yeah. 
But he like, rubbed his junk over his stepbrother's drum, drum set. set. That was so disgusting. <laughs> I never want to see I Will Ferrell. I was Ferrell's watching that with my dad. Again. That is really weird. It's kind of like, I mean, that's the same thing as watching Parasite with yeah. your parents too. There's yeah. an odd scene in there as well. But um, it's interesting because I'm actually in a film class. And okay, well, we had this. Here we go. Ted flexing again. Oh, flexing. Huh? You know what? Biomedical. Uh, anyway. I'm not talking about biomedicals right now. In our normal culture. And in my first episode, what did I say, dude? I'm just doing basic stuff, man. I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. no doctor. Anyways, just, it's a GE class. So I'm taking it. He's flexing, I'm sorry. Guys. He's saying he's a modern day Shakespeare. <sighs> I never said that. Anyways, there was an activity we did where we just talked about like our top favorite films. Like, and you had to have a reason of why you like the movie. So we did like five each and then we, a, a couple of people shared, but like some people would say like, number one is like, let's say Step Brothers, And then number two was like, oh, I don't know. Like the, what is it? Like the Holy Grail, what's that movie? Monty Python. Monty Python. Yeah, Holy Grail. Um, and like just those like very silly kind of childish movies. Not, but they're still good. Like they're still comedically good, mm. but there's such like deeper meaning and like, um, just like story and like movies like let's say like Interstellar, or like, like Parasite too. Um, so, like, I mean, we were having this conversation earlier too. Is that in your music you were telling me the story about one of your songs? And man, I almost freaking bawled at my own house, dude. I'm sorry. What? I almost like burst out crying. Were you? No, you're lying. I'm not. That was like very, I thought that was very emotional. Like not like because I'm like sad about my own life or like I felt sorry for you, but that was just like a, like a very deep story that you like held onto and like Mm. expressed through an art media form. Mm. And like, maybe that's what a lot of these artists do is that they take their own like thing Mm. and their experience and then they put it into a movie. Like what if like Pong Juno director like, was low-key like hiding on third basement floor of like you know donald trump's house who also kind of roasted him like the other day uh did you see that clip Mm -mm. where okay well trump was like taking a poop on like parasite and he's like oh and the best movie goes to south korea and like he was like trashing it but anyways i think like you know a lot of these like people that have the ability to like they have the talent and the capability to like, you know, spread stories through music or film is that they have like, it's, there's just such like deep and like richness behind it. But my question is like, then what's the point of like, or what, uh, what's like the background behind people making like BTS music videos or like Adam Sandler movies? Is it just purely like, just to like get content and make money out there? Or they are they doing it the same like intentions as like another person would, for example, like you or anyone else. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's just a whole. It's just a whole like you know a genre of it. Like it's a comedy movie. It's a comedy movie. There's an action movie. Okay. Um, and they're you know just a philosophical, very deep movie. Sometimes comedy movies can be deep. Sometimes action movies can be deep. Um, and sometimes <laughs> philosophical movies. May not be as deep, mm, but okay. they like it yeah. happens. Okay, and I think it's fine. I have no problem with you know like comedy movies. In fact, I love um, Jump Street. A Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. Oh, that's a good series. It's a really funny mm. movie. <laughs> I love Ice Cubes. Um, 
yeah, like it's 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 what it is. It's just a lot of people enjoy them. Um, they put out some good content. They think they have a really good idea of like a really funny movie, and people enjoy them. Um, so I guess same thing can be said about the music video. Like I'm complaining that I don't like the music video, but I'm not saying that there's no need for it. Okay, because obviously there are certain group of people, um, certain group of audience who enjoys that kind mm -hmm. of stuff, who doesn't really care what the artist is saying, but they like their voice and they like looking at them. Mm. Okay. And I think, I think that's what it is. I think that's just all that, all, that's all that matters. It, dude, dude, just watch whatever you want. That's true. <laughs> Welcome to my TED talk. Yeah. More like junk talk. I'm TED talk. <laughs> Anyways. Um, no, but yeah, I think you bring up another interesting point is that sometimes it's so silly that there's like a need for it. And, you know, like maybe we just need that distraction from like life. Because I always see like comments on like, uh, or like stories of people saying how like, um, like a Korean comedy show, like saved them from depression or something. Or like, you know, mm, like some random artist released like a super happy song. Let's say happy by Pharrell Williams. And you go to the YouTube comments and people are like, dude, this like cured me of my like anxiety or like this really helped me through like a hard time. There's stuff like that. But sometimes I look at him like, either this guy's like completely BSing the, <laughs> the YouTube community and just like is doing it for the, the likes or like maybe that actually happened. Maybe like they're going through a difficult time and it just like helped them take their mind off that. Or like maybe they're sick mm. and they just like listen to this like really stupid and childish but like funny kind of content and it helped them like get better or something. Yeah. Would you think that's a possibility? Yeah. I mean, anything can influence someone. Um, yeah. L literally anything can influence someone. Um, it can influence someone <clears throat> negatively can influence someone positively hopefully positively um like catcher in the rye that oh. book influenced that one guy to kill john lennon really mm -hmm. that was like the motivation to yeah and that's also one of the reasons why the, the novel was banned from majority of high school mm -hmm. i still read it right yeah yeah i, I read it too. yeah i mean it's not banned now but back in the day yeah yeah it was banned interesting and it was Voted as like one of the most vulgar, violent book ever. Mm. But um, <laughs> today when we read it, we're like, what the heck is this? What is so bad about this book? Right. It's literally about <laughs> a dude wearing a cap and just going around like being lonely in the city or something. Yeah. That was so, an odd book to read. But yeah, it influences. Like it didn't, that book didn't influence me, but obviously it influenced someone mm. bad enough to freaking <laughs> assassinate a guy. Jeez. But hey, I mean, that's what it is. You know, influence is everywhere. Um, something that we feel like, dude, what is that? What is the point of this? What is the purpose of this movie? Or what is the purpose of this song or this mm -hmm. music video? But somewhere out there, someone is watching it or listening to it. And they're like, wow, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose weight tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to go and start recycling. Recycling. I'm going to stop using straws. To BTS. What? 
BTS helps me recycle. <laughs> BTS helps me care <laughs> about the environment. <laughs> BTS hey. wants me to take care of the sea turtles. Mm. BTS likes paper straws. Gives me strength and motivation to install solar panels. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And get caught on fire mm. and my house burns down. Speaking mm. of which, Elon Musk, you still haven't sponsored us. So what does that speak of which mean? <laughs> has nothing to do with Tesla any- released um, the solar panels. Oh, the, that the was proof. Yeah. And that was defective and it caused major issues. Mm. Well, yeah. it's okay. They're still at 900 right now. Nice. Okay. Are you seriously checking stocks right now? 901 actually. Even they closed the market today at. Uh, this has become a finance uh, podcast. <laughs> Hey, we're doing a tax thing tomorrow anyway, so might as well. Um, <laughs> File your taxes. Yes, do that soon. April 1st. Um, no, but I I honestly feel bad for like artists sometimes because like murderers or like crazy people will be like, yeah, so like my motivation to like kill everyone was like uh, Miley Cyrus party in the USA. <laughs> or something <laughs> like they take something completely out of context or like lyrical misunderstanding and that leads them to like do some crazy stuff. And that's like, <laughs> I feel like that's super dangerous. And like, are, are you ever like cautious of that as an artist? Like if you like release a song, <coughs> are you ever afraid that like someone's going to be like, mm. I don't think so. I no? don't, I'm not, uh, no, I don't think so. Because one, I don't have that kind of number of audience. I, th- I think you got a pretty good audience. Okay. Maybe. But the chances of you influencing someone to a point like they're gonna go out and like start killing people is like one in a, you know, it's definitely not one in a thousand. Mm. I don't think. Party in the music. <laughs> I, I don't is know that an actual I, thing or did you just pull that no, out? I literally just thought of that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My pirate party in the USA is actually about anarchy. Oh, we need to go out there and flip <laughs> cops' cars. <laughs> party in the party USA, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we got to come in like a wrecking ball and just destroy America. Wow, another Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Good job. Uh, no, that's so weird. I feel like aren't like, okay, then for artists that like have like large and like big audiences, do you think they ever get like scared of that? Like maybe this song I don't think so. could have like bad repercussions? I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. I... <laughs> Okay, for Christian artists, mm-hmm. if you are a Christian artist, I think there is a, a little bit of limitation. At the same time, you also have to ask yourself, why is this a limitation? But for instance, like, I don't know, maybe you don't want to use profanity in your songs. Mm. Okay. Um, you have to be careful not sound heretical, right? If you're going to rap about you know, Bible or God or something like that. Um there are, yeah, I don't know, man. There's a thin line between, for, for Christian artists, mm-hmm. there, there's a thin line between creativity and heresy. Okay. Yes. Um, where am I going with this? Well, you talked about this before. Yeah, I did. Well, like, because remember like how you said that Christian artists are labeled Christian, therefore all of their like, you know, music 
is going to be like that much more, I guess, critiqued. Mm. And like, if they even say like one bad word, like let's say they're Christian rap, and if they say one bad word, then they're like, they're no longer Christian. Mm-hmm. Or like, they need to be shunned as an artist because they said the the B word or something in like the middle of a Christian rap song. So, I don't know. That That's kind of... Like making a genre in Christian music or out of Christian music seems a little like maybe too specific in a sense or like too mm. generalizing because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there's plenty of artists out there that are just regular artists, quote unquote, but they're like actually real Christians or like maybe they do it behind the scenes without like people knowing. Cause like, you know, God tells us to do that, like to, to work when no one's watching, to pray when no one's watching as well. Um, so I don't know, like that just seems unfair to them, like that they would have to receive that much more like judgment just cause they label themselves as a Christian artist. And I feel like that's why a lot of like quote unquote Christian artists just move into like secular music. Cause like it, they don't like receive as much like backlash in a way. Hmm. Who's doing the labeling? I don't know. Like, Who's, if they like first come out as one, like when they're like first debuting, they could say like, "Oh, Christ, new Christian artist," blah blah blah. And then eventually, like, maybe they start off with one genre of music, and then people just expect them to do the same thing their whole career. But like, mm. what if they want to like do something different? Then they're like, "What the heck are you doing? Like, why why not just stick to your old stuff?" You know, mm. and that's not just music. That's like. I don't know, like film too. Like if all of a sudden, like, uh, I don't know, like Kevin Hart started doing like historical documentaries, people might be like, but he's not funny in any of them. Like, well, what if he didn't make a single joke? And people would be like, ah, this is not the Kevin Hart we know and love. You know, he's just some like serious Kevin Hart doing National Geographic (coughs) or something. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. The point is, don't be an artist. Oh yeah, for sure. If you <laughs> like judgment, go ahead. <laughs> I don't think that's a good. You're always gonna be critiqued. Everyone's a critic. Literally, everyone's a critic. And yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta be honest to yourself, man. If you decide to make something, you gotta be you gotta that's that song or that video or what have you. It has to be real to you. And that's a very cliche thing to say, but it's gotta be real. You know, sometimes I believe, I genuinely believe sometimes a profanity usage in a song is necessary or even in a language. Mm. Sometimes I genuinely believe it's necessary. Um, and that's why, you know, growing up when I got caught cursing, I got in trouble by my pastor. I had a Korean pastor and an American pastor. Oh, really? Right. And, um, A Korean pastor would yell at me for cursing. But then the American pastor would yell at me for cursing for the wrong reason. Huh. Okay. But they're both pastors. In this yeah. Context. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So Korean pastor was yelled at me just because I dropped an F-bomb. Hmm. Whereas American pastor, he was, mad, he was mad at me or yelled at me because I hated someone to a point to drop an F-bomb against them. So for him, it was more of a question of 
why do you why are you cursing why what is the perp, what is the point of you what inspired you to you know use profanity and it was to express my hatred mm. towards someone and hatred was the issue mm. i hated this person that's why i told him to you know f off <laughs> But then from Korean presser, he was just mad at me just for using the F word. Mm. And so at the end of the day, I realized it's the whole, because kids, kids get in trouble for cursing a lot, but then we never explain to them why cursing is bad. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad word, but what makes a word bad? Right? Oh, yeah, that's true. And the actual definition of like F word is an intercourse. Sure. Right? You can look it up in the dictionary. The first definition that comes up is an intercourse. Mm-hmm. But when we, when we, when we talk to someone that we hate and we're like, "F you," or is that mean like, "I want to have intercourse with you"? You know, <laughs> that's not what it is. We're not using the right, word right, properly, right. right? And yet we all get it. Mm-hmm. So we're not even using the word properly. Right. But the word is considered bad. That's true. I think the bigger issue is not the word itself but the heart that inspired you to use that word. Mm. Yeah, I know, I, I know what you mean. Cause like people will say that with, especially nowadays, like when they talk about like calling someone gay, mm-hmm. cause like this is a very sensitive thing or like, you know, personal thing for a lot of people. Like if they are per, like actually homosexual and if you say like, oh, you're gay and that's cool. But like, <laughs> You're gay. That's, yeah, cool. that's cool. Yeah, awesome. me too. <laughs> oh, really? Wait, hold up. You want to talk? You want to meet up there? No, but um, like, yeah, like if you just say like, oh, I'm gay, like back in the old times or whatever you want to call it, literal Webster di- dictionary definition was like happy, right? Like flamboyant or something. I thought that was just a myth. No, I think it was actually like used in like roaring twenties or whatever like that. Hmm. I was like, in, like definition, it was like, oh, because in literature you can see like, oh, like he is so gay, like mm-hmm. means like he was exuberant or like happy. But like nowadays people just use that as an insult. Like, dude, why are you so gay? Or like they'll even do like, like his seatbelt's not working. The seatbelt's so gay. Like, <laughs> like it's just like, oh, the seatbelt's happy or like the seatbelt's homosexual. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> right? Like definition versus like intent, right? And that like goes back to like the whole artist thing of like even in their lyrics or their film is that you can take something right a word a phrase or like an idea and then as an artist your intent could be different than someone else's like understanding of it right because mm-hmm. that's why there's like misunderstanding it's like or purposely they do that for you to like try and like under like create your own idea of what it is like for movies an example like they don't just like explain everything that's going on and like director doesn't like come out at the end so we're gonna go uh scene by scene or they have that but like like director's cut for example they do the whole thing like oh here um i was like trying to do this and like we use a certain camera angle and like props to like portray this and that but like you don't always see that Mm -hmm. and like that's never always given to you where like the artist comes out and explains like word for word oh this is my story behind the song and like this line here is like really important because this is like what my what my like dad said right before he passed away or something like crazy like that right Mm -hmm. and then it could just be like a super happy song and like someone's like oh this is like 
what I listen to in the car, like when I'm super like just on my way to like school or something. So I don't know. That's like, that's like a crazy idea of how even like with the whole swearing thing is that we, it doesn't matter about the definition of the word itself. It's how you use it. It's a really interesting idea. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like so deep in thought right now. Are you? I'm like I'm very deep. Mm. Are you lost? Well, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Mm. What are you thinking? What am I thinking? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. What am I thinking, Ted? Oh, you want me to tell you that? <laughs> you don't know what to do right now? Dude. Me, me. <sighs> Gosh. And I know this was a really, really big thing in like late 90s. Like Eminem. Eminem was a big thing. Um, same with Marilyn Manson. I don't know if you know who Marilyn Manson is. I don't, is. actually. Okay. He's a, he's like a metal singer. Like metal rock? Yeah, metal okay. rock. I don't know if I can even label it as that. But anyway, yeah. Um, a lot of people, a lot of parents voiced their opinions saying like they were concerned. And Marilyn Manson's song encourages their kids to use heroines and like shoots up the school or like Eminem songs is so violent are so violent that it makes kids like <laughs> be violent to their parents or like be violent to their uh, teachers. But then Eminem also says in his songs, like apparently you aren't being parents, right? Like how, how is, how much damage can I do with this pen? You know what I'm saying? With like a ballpoint pen? ink pen okay anyway the point is like yeah how much damage can he do with a pen he just said it he just wrote it right and that's his way of venting out his anger his way of expressing his frustration okay but i don't think eminem was like ever really convicted of like murdering anybody uh. or like robbing anybody or any like act of really violence except the little thing that he went through with his wife okay. but other than that you know, it's like, that's just his art. He's his art of just being rapping about stupid things, rapping about some ridiculous things. Mom's um, spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Knees weak. Mom's spaghetti. And, um, but people are like, wow, like this lyrics, this boy be spitting. I'm gonna, I'm inspired to go out there and <laughs> throw my mom's spaghetti at somebody. <laughs> you know, it's like, he didn't say, he didn't tell you to do that. Um, it's just people are going to take whatever that they want to take. They're going to interpret it however they want right. to interpret it. Right. And, you know, the, the whole thing, when, when somebody had a conversation, I had this conversation with my um, home, one of my homies, like, um, like, um, what was it? Like Wu-Tang Clan. Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah, Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. Super dope artists, very talented, but he personally doesn't enjoy like as a Christian, before he got saved, he said he loved it. I mean, he loved hip hop. He loves hip hop. So he loved Wu-Tang Clan growing up. But once he got saved, he realized like what they're saying is like mostly just bragging about like, you know, how good they are, mm. how much like damage they can do, okay. like, you know, whatnot. And so he's like, they're very, it's not very biblical. It's not like God honoring. Therefore, like, I don't really want to listen to them. Right. Mm. And he asked me like, do you still listen to them? Like, do you still like them? Like, do you think it's a big deal? I was like, and then I said, 
I said, oh, and that's also the reason why he didn't go to the concert. Mm-hmm. But that I said, I don't care. I don't think it matters. I think music is just music. Okay, if you if you put more into something than it needs to be, then it kind of it's easy to get spiraled out of hand, out of hand, out of hand. And maybe I'm making not uh, maybe I'm not making any sense whatsoever. But the point is, music is music. Okay, entertainment is entertainment. Maybe sometimes, just maybe, that's just all there needs to be. We like just have to, yeah. We just have to enjoy it. music as music, as it is presented, as it is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a Christian. I love God. I still like Eminem music. Hmm. I won't bump it in the church, but <laughs> I love it. I love Eminem. Yeah. Um, I love Tupac. I like Biggie Smalls. I love the N.W.A. The Ninjas with Attitude. I love I love their music. You know? Ninjas Bump the Police. Attitude. You know, I, I love it. Okay. The Fudge the Police songs. Fudge, yeah. Dude, I love it. Dude, dude, am I gonna go out there and shoot a cop? No. <laughs> am I gonna go out there and eat spaghetti? No. What? Mom's spaghetti. My mom doesn't make spaghetti. <laughs> she, makes um, <laughs> she makes some love. She makes some <laughs> yeah, so am I gonna go out there and have a beef with the East Coast? No, I don't care. Mm. It's just music. It's it sounds good. Yeah. It bumps, and some of the lyrics is very, like, yeah. It's just, it's, some of the lyrics are very deep, and that's why I like it. And I guess I kind of answer my own question, the own question of like, why do people like Korean K-pop music videos? Because they like it. Yeah. That's all there and is to it. You're the one that said earlier. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, it's because the John, girls are pretty. What the heck is your problem? Stop judging these people for liking BTS. When you like the girl BTS. What? There's a girl BTS? No, I'm just saying like oh. girl groups. Oh. I mean, they're pretty. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like them. BTS? Too. More like BT no? Who the heck do you think you are? Okay. And that was 2019, John. Yeah. Stop it. Okay. Opa. You, I no longer 사랑 you, okay? <laughs> you know much it's all. Okay, well, I don't know, dude. I'm but dude, that bad. was like low-key racist against your own guy. <laughs> <laughs> mm. BTS. BTS, more like BTS, BTS Army. <laughs> BTS Army. I'm Army. Shout it's out it's Army. always Army. It's always Army. Some kind of. Why can't it be something like harmless and cute? Like, like what? BTS. Um... Support group. <laughs> That's your fandom name? Support group? Or, or BTS congregates. Or family. Like BTS family. Yeah, yeah. Family. That's BTS nice. Army? I mean, Army. BTS, fr- BTS friends. BTS mm-hmm. and friends. Yeah, dude. This is the culture in Korea. Like BT- fandom names. S- oh, S- B- BTS. BTS's mess. Best okay, now t- you're just being okay. BTS family. Yeah. Um, that's what, is, what, what is the army about? Like, what are they gonna do? Are they gonna go to battle? Uh, no, their name is like Pangtan Sonyeondan. So, well, I don't know what Pangtan means actually. Um, is that like youthful or something? Explosive room. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that's where their army because actually, their light stick, too. I don't know if you know what a light stick is, but it's called an army bomb. Army bomb, yeah, army bomb. Okay, so like they hold the stick. 
right? And they like wave it at the concerts, you know? Uh-huh. And the thing is called an army bomb. Bong or bomb? Bomb like, bomb like boom? Yeah, boom, not pff. What what about that light thing is a bomb? Is it a is it explosive? It just looks like a bomb. So it's like clear and then like the top has like the little fuse thingy, I think, and then like Wow. That's like a terrorist attack waiting to happen. Oh, like throw Rose Bowl, there's like ten thousand people or like someone just brings it in and it's like, Oh no, no, it's oh it's the it's a light it's stick. the army bomb. It's an army bomb. <laughs> it's the army bomb. I'm a oh, I'm an army. BTS fans are gonna and <laughs> Oh jeez. Terrorism is not funny. Oh no, it's not. No. But we laugh about it. You laugh about pop- it. Hey, you did too. Yes. Anyways. I was laughing at the BTS bomb. Okay. I think it said bong. Like they're gonna rip a fat one <laughs> at the concert. There's ain't no like Cause you gotta be no- high to love that kind of song. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I gotta get kind of like hey. I apologize from this. to the thirteen year old fans <laughs> and the moms that are listening. But <laughs> <laughs> what, oh, was what was that? What was that? I had no idea where we were. Justin Bieber, the Believers, the Believers. Yeah, fandom names. Yeah, the Believers. Um, uh, what else is there? I would have to say Eminem Skittles. <laughs> Eminem Skittles. <laughs> the the fandom name is Skittles. I think I feel like that'd be the anti name. No, we're, just, we're, the, we're Skittles. the Skittles. Anti. <laughs> <laughs> we're Reddit thread. It's like Skittles. <laughs> The, know, almonds. the almonds, the almonds, almond, almond joys. M&M. <laughs> oh man, yikes! Yeah, dude, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like you're right. Like I think some things we don't have to overthink. Yeah, even like movies. I've seen like where the director comes out and like talks about like a famous scene, yeah. and people would argue so long and debate on like YouTube. Like, so here the director is trying to portray um, the rise of communism, or like the the you know, neo-Nazis or something like that, something crazy, right? And they're like just debating like on and on and on. Like there's like this whole canon like theory. And then like the director comes out and be like, yeah, I just, I just shot it. <laughs> or like, that has no meaning. Or, or like, you know, yeah, I just killed him off for fun. <laughs> and people were like, wait, what? <laughs> there's actually one of my favorite modern classical musician named Oliver Arnold. Okay. Okay. Check him out. Love his music. Um, he did a he did he makes film scores okay oh. also, and so he did a song for a bathtub, a bath company, okay. It's Those supposed to be okay. like a bathtub commercial, and it was just a very mellow like instrumental like a classical like modern day classical music. Mm-hmm. It's like very um yeah it's just very emotional and very calming music right, but it's supposed to be about. bathtubs and then later the company they didn't want to use that song and so he didn't want to throw it away because you know he liked it so he just decided to upload it on YouTube and a bunch of American listeners um, they were like wow this song is so beautiful like this song just talks to me about you know just the imperfection of our world and it's like it only takes small things to make our world beautiful yeah or like this song is so deep, it it just paints this image of, of the, the mountains mm-hmm. and like this terrains in the Norway, you know. And, like, <laughs> and then he he's like he was just like like he was laughing because he laughs every time Rizzo's kind of comment because he knows that it's about a bathtub. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so it's stuff like that that's so like I think it just makes you go oh, I guess I could just enjoy and listen to it. I didn't have to spend years trying to analyze the the meaning or like something like that and just wasted my time doing all that when like the actual intent of the creator the artist was literally just 
something so like small yeah. and like but my main issue is the creativity of it if you are an artist i think you need to portray some amount of creativity <laughs> because as a creative you should be creative as a creator yeah okay sorry as a creator yeah, you should yeah. be a, you yeah. should be creative um a lot of r&b songs these days sound the same to me it's um, always guy like singing like half bootily you know what I'm saying? Like they all yeah. sound the same to me. They all have that like half singing voice. You don't. Uh, uh. What? No. Are you doing? Is that not it? Are you constipated? I mean, they sound constipated. Mumble raps too. Uh huh. Right. One person does it, I don't care. That's his thing. It becomes an issue when you have like 10 different rappers doing the same exact thing with same exact tattoo patterns on their face. <laughs> it becomes an issue. Well, I guess not really an issue. It's just, just but, like, then, but then, you know what's even more funny? It's when their fans get together and they like argue which mumble rapper is the best. <laughs> like, how do you determine? They both look the same. They both sound the same. Yeah. Right? And, um, oh my God, I kid you not, dude. I legit thought it was the same artist. Three phone went off during my um, genetics class. Oh, okay. Right? And they're all like, I don't know. It's like, it's mostly it's the girls that listen to this kind of song. But it's just like, it's that R&B, like half singing R&B. It's like, I don't even know that song. But anyway, it all sounded, they all sounded the same. Those, those are their ringtones. Okay. One girl goes, phone goes off. Sounds really generic R and B, boring. And then another girl phone goes off. Sounds exactly the same, but apparently they're all different artists. Cause I legit asked the girl sitting next to me, he's like, "Were those three songs the same songs? Like same artists?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> and then she told me who they were, but then I don't remember their names. Oh. But the point is, they all sound so similar. They all sound the same. There's no variation. There's no creativity. And same thing with Korean music video. Like, I get it. People love it. And that's why it sells. But that's all I see nowadays. That's what I don't like. Hmm. I want to see something else. I want them to start singing songs about something else. Like, how, how many songs can you write about love? Are they still singing about love? Yeah, of course. K-pop? Yeah. Love, heartbreak. Bruh, it's like 99.99% love and 0.001% uh, about mom's spaghetti. Mm. Ain't no mom's kimchi. <laughs> mom's kimchi ramen. <laughs> Man, if you spell that, that'd be really hot. Yeah. Think Same thing it. with Christian music. Same thing with CCM or like, you know, worship music. Mm. Why do we need a bridge? <laughs> 10 times. I just go like, at ocean. We want you, Lord. Like repeating over and over and over and over and over again. Hmm. You know? And in that sense, I miss, I like, I'm very old school in the sense that like, I like hymns. Hmm. They actually have a decent lyric. It's, it's a masterpiece. It's a poem. I feel like hymns repeat more than anything. It's like the same melody, just different lyrics four times. Melody repeats. Yes. Melody definitely repeats hmm. a lot. Because hymns have like five verses. But it's like the same verse melody. And then but I'm talking about mainly the lyrics. Lyrical meaning. Okay. Right? Yeah. But if you're going to say that, 
even modern day worship songs, they repeat a lot too. Right. There's right. a reason why you only need to know four, four chords. chords. On a guitar. Mm. It just repeats over and over again. Right, right. And yet we somehow still need music sheets. <laughs> but, but anyway, yes, some variations, please. And then once in a while you get an artist who, who are really, really passionate and comes up with a song like How He Loves or, you know, Reckless Love. Uh-oh. And... They get bashed by people saying, oh, this song is heretical. Mm. This song is wrong. Leave him alone. That's his interpretation. He's the artist. Is he saying that every church needs to sing that song? That's his worship. That's how he wants to worship. Mm. It's really our fault who wanted to, wanted to do his song in, in their church. Did he tell you to do his song in his church? I mean, literally no one could have sung it. That's his expression. If you don't like it, then don't sing it. But that's his expression. You know, that really is. And if you're going to talk about how heretical his uh, words are, I, I think he's just being honest. He's not saying God is God's love is reckless per se. He's saying from our imperfect, limited humanistic point of view, that's the best we can comprehend it. Mm. God's love is reckless. Does it mean it's reckless? No, it's not. But that's just how it feels like it. Because why would he send his one and only son to die for people who killed him? Mm-hmm. Why? It makes no sense. It's reckless. That's, that's just how he explains it. That's his, his expression, artistic expression. Right. And the people crap all over it. And if you're going to say that, that because of that song, because of one single word, reckless, is misused to represent God's love and say, oh, this guy is heretical, then freaking David, the psalmist, should be castigated equally mm-hmm. for asking God to literally make his enemies Wives be widowed and their kids be forever cursed. (laughs) And every generation that comes afterwards. Right. Is that love? Is that God glorifying? Is it God glorifying if I pray to God and be like, God, please strike down my, all my enemies and then make their entire genealogy crumble to the ground. No, it's not. But why is that in the Bible? Because it's honest. It's honest. Mm. It's honest expression. At the time that was David's honest expression. Mm. So leave Corey Hosberry alone. <laughs> leave him alone. Leave David Crowder alone. Leave David Crowder alone. I haven't even seen that man release any music. I want the sloppy wet kiss. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I'm not even going to lie. We sing that church or shoot. We sing that song at church so often that when I saw the original version on ultimate guitar tabs, it was like, what the heck sloppy wet kiss? What the heck is this version, dude? Some weird, some weirdo made some Wikipedia edit on this and like added that insert like next. And then like I retyped it. So I like, it's just so such the norm now press. But yeah, I think, I mean, ultimately if I took anything from Jung's words today is that it doesn't matter what you say. It matters what on the inside you're saying, not like verbally on the outside. If you're saying like, or if your heart says another thing, that's what mainly matters. And if we're talking on a spiritual level thing, that's the only thing God looks at anyways. Right. Mm-hmm. So even in this whole worship aspect is that, you know, Corey Asbury could be at Bethel church singing reckless love. And yes, the lyrics are somewhat vague and a little debatable, but like if his heart is glorifying God, 
then by all means. Yeah. Right. And even like Christian rap artists, if they're releasing music that has swear words and, you know, some little graphic imagery maybe, but to them, it's like a cry out to God or like some sort of like plea, like a prayer almost, then can we say that they're not Christian? Cause just cause they swore in their song and released it. No. Right. But it's, this is the heart of all things. And we, we, sometimes we don't, we shouldn't even question it um, because we will never know another person's like heart. Only God does. And like, we can only know so much. Yeah. Just by like outward expression. Yeah. But if you are a representative and also like a praise leader that goes up in front of the church to lead worship. And if the congregation has problem with that song, then maybe you shouldn't do it. Mm. That's not the time to take stands. <laughs> okay? That's For not the, the time church. to take stands. Yeah, period. That's a different. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Why you. are you roasting it like that? I'm just kidding. It's a different time. Yeah. Okay. Do it in your own time. And again, he never told you to sing his song. Mm. He did it. That's your he decision. He didn't tell you to go murder people. Yeah. Miley Cyrus did not mean party in the USA <laughs> is to commit mass genocide. <laughs> I don't know why that keeps coming back into my head, dude. Came in like a wrecking ball. Mm. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Uh, but weird topic today. I'm not going to lie. Weird topic. Weird conversation. If you made it all the way through and you are still currently listening and you didn't just drag it to like see what we said at the end. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You wasted your time. You wasted yet another hour of your another priceless hour. life. We try to do it for like 40 minutes and every time it, it goes, goes to an hour. hour. I, I give the cue to Jung, you know, for like 45 <laughs> minutes. We should maybe chill, wrap things up. But no, we always <laughs> pop off near the end. Yeah. I know, I understand the first 48 minutes are complete garbage <laughs> and maybe only the last 10 minutes are good. But again, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Um, we'll be back with another episode in the month of March. Our first episode will be on the March 14th. Uh, that'll be another interesting day uh, because that's actually white day in korea what's a white day white day is when the guy so like in korea like valentine you know how we kind of had a valentine's day special yeah in, in korea the girl's supposed to like say that she likes a guy on valentine's and it's the opposite but anyway i don't know why i just thought of that but so, March so there's a valentine's day and a white day white day is where the guy like proposes look not proposes but like admits that he likes her back I'm sorry, what? It's the day that guy admits that he likes her back? Something like that. So a Valentine's Day come and girl confesses her love to him. And he just says, he just leaves her hanging for 30 days. 30 day waiting period. And then he goes, oh, I like you too. Because that's true commitment. But then by the time he does, the girl's like, I'm sorry, what? I like you too, but it's like. I like somebody else now. And the guy's like, what the heck? Hey. You're not following. Waiting period. That's you're supposed, That's you were supposed to right wait for 30 days for me. Come back to me. <laughs> oh, man. Come eat cha-cha with me. Hey, but no, anyways, um, episode four will be out. That's Hopefully, so <laughs> Shut up. Hopefully we have a better topic for you guys. Again, thank you so much for listening to The Pain and Jungle. Um, we'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Everyone enjoy their leap day. Have a good weekend and uh, happy end of February. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bye. See you guys. Bye.